After the Alter Rebbe explains in the first two, the second and third chapter of Igeres Hatshuva, he explains about the fasts associated with gaining atonement for Averis that one may have committed. He says in chapter 4 that all of this is only in order to complete the atonement that you get after you did Shuva. But the matter of Shuva itself, which is the basic fundamentals of Shuva, so for that he says, It's essential, it's necessary to explain well with a thorough explanation by first explaining what it says in the Zoyar in, ex- in explanation of the word tshuva in the way it seemed from the perspective of Kabbalah that it's made up of the words toshuv hey to return the hey which is that you return the lower hey meaning the, the name of Hashem Yutke Vavke has two hey's so the lower hey is, is returned through tshuva tata the upper hey is returned through tshuva ilah that's what he says all this will be explained um, as we go on in the Sikhit. So the Rebbe's father, in his Ha'aras, in, in his commentary on the Geras he explains, he, he focuses on what it says, Levair to explain well in a thorough explanation. So he explains that these two words, Al Rebbe uses these two phrases because they explain the two levels of Tshuva Tata and Tshuva Ilah. Levair Hetev, to explain well, represents Tshuva Tata, because the word Ba'er is connected to Malchus. Malchus is the lower, the second He of Shemavaya. We know that Shemavaya, Yudke Vavke, the Yud is Chachma, the He is Bina, the Vav is the six Midas, culminating in Yisoyed, and the second He is Malchus. So the second hay, the second hay, the hay tato, the lower hay, is represented by the word hatev, uh, ba'er, sorry, and the word hatev is known in Kabbalah to be connected with yisoid, which is the connection, which is the vav represented by the vav. And since tshuva is connected to the two letters, because tshuva is made up of tshuva itself, the lower level of tshuva, and then there is the baal tshuva. So the tshuva itself is connected with the hay, with malchus. The baal tshuva is connected with the vav, with yisoid. And what does bar sabir mean? That, uh, mean? that represents the upper tshuva hay ilah, the higher level of tshuva hay, the higher hay, because the hay is bina. We said before that the yud is chachma, the hay is bina. So har sabir a thorough explanation is exactly what Bina is. It takes that which is um, understood through Chachma and it explains it thoroughly. So first of all, we have to understand what, uh, what the Rebbe's father says because Tshuva law also is made up of two components, the Tshuva and the Baal Tshuva. The Baal Tshuva would be associated with the Yud and the Tshuva is associated with the He. So why is there no mention? Why doesn't the Alter Rebbe explain the uh, re- refer to the Yud? Only the hay he refers to in regards to Tshuva law. Another thing we have to understand, when he says that in order to understand the, uh, the fundamentals of Tshuva, we have, to underst- we have to first explain what the Zayar says on Tosh of hay. Now the Tosh of hay only explains, the Zayar explains what is accomplished through Tshuva. 
that when you do tshuva, you bring back the hay to its original source, as will explain, be explained a little better later. But that is a result of tshuva. That isn't what you do. That's not what tshuva is. That is not what the person needs to do in order to do to accomplish the mitzvah of tshuva. So what, why is that a fundamental of tshuva? That is just a result of tshuva. And in fact, Alter Rebbe explained already earlier that the fundamentals of tshuva is that a person should resolve never to do a sin again. That's the basics of tshuva. That's what the person has to do. So what is added by understanding the tush of hay and as if that is going to somehow help you to understand what you're doing in tshuva. In fact, he calls it the tchilas mitzvahs, hascholas mitzvahs tshuva ikra, the very beginnings, the, the basics of tshuva. How is that describing the basics of tshuva? In fact, the question is even more. The Zoyar explains over there the tosh of hay, that it is the tosh of hay, the tshuva ilah, and then there's tosh of hay, the tshuva tato, and then there's tosh of hay, tshuva ilah, a very high level tshuva. So how is that the basics of tshuva? How could you say that tshuva ilah is the basics of tshuva? He explains there that tshuva tato means that a yid should bring himself back to the situation that he was before he committed the sin. Mitzvah means to cleanse the results of what happened through a sin that it soils the soul and so on and you have to bring yourself back to that state the state you were before you committed the sin what is Tshuvi law? that is bringing the soul back the nefesh back to the place where it was before Hashem even emanated it as, and sent it down into the body that's where you're coming back to that isn't even that's something that belong, that even a person that never committed a sin has to do that kind of tshuva. So in other words, that really has nothing to do with repairing the results of a sin. So how could that be the fundamentals of tshuva that you have to reach tshuva ilah, which is what the Alter Rebbe is bringing in from the Zoyar, a whole discussion about tshuva tatah and tshuva ilah. So to explain this whole subject, by first explaining that it's, said, it's written in certain places that in uh, that tshuva Tata is connected with Sur Meira Vaasetaiv, which are both ideas of Kiyama mitzvahs, not to do the negative mitzvahs, to do the positive mitzvahs. In a general sense, that is Kiyama mitzvahs. And Shuvaila is connected with learning Torah, involvement in the study of Torah. So, how is, what's the meaning of this? So, it could be explained in this way. To the Aveda of fulfilling mitzvahs is expressed in a simple basic bittel, which means it's a submission to Hashem. I am like a servant that serves his master, even though I don't understand the necessity of it, I don't get it, I don't feel it, I don't, and so on. But I submit to it and I do what Hashem tells me to do. That's the bittel of Kiyama mitzvahs. But when we talk about limada teira, the eisaka teira, that's a completely different type of bittel. Over there, it says that it, when a person studies teira properly in in a high level, it's as if Hashem speaks from His mouth. When somebody is submerged in the learning of teira properly, so then he is transformed by that thinking and by that feeling, and everything that is brought forth through Torah, that it's not that he is speaking differently than Torah, but he speaks the words, he feels differently than Torah, he understands differently than Torah, but he speaks words of Torah, no, 
he is connected with Hashem in such a level, he thinks the way Hashem thinks, he feels the way Hashem, every, he becomes a mouthpiece for Hashem. Because not, he's not two separate things from the Torah, he is a personification of the Torah. So that's not a, the same type of bitl. That is not that there are two separate agendas, I am separate and Hashem is separate, but I submit, I become, I am on board with Hashem's agenda. Where does a person get that kind of bitl? So the Rebbe suggests that it comes from, there is a level in the neshama where it is connected to Hashem before it was even the terem shenofcha, before Hashem blew it into the humankind. In other words, it's not the neshama as it has come down into the body, but it's connected to Hashem before it leaves the presence of Hashem. So when we talk about a neshama that is in the body, so it said, the Tanya says that a person, even if a great person is a great tzaddik, there is, there is some imperfection to that absolute utter bitl b'metzias. There is some sort of an independent metzias when a person is in a body, even a tzaddik gomer. But the neshama as it is, when it is in the presence of Hashem, before it comes down, there it's an absolute bitl b'metzias. And that part of the neshama illuminates is the learning of Torah in such a way that a person becomes bottle, totally bottle by Metzius. Which explains, Tshuva Tata is Surmerava Seitaiv, and therefore the Tshuva is in order to bring the neshama back to the place where it was after it came down into the body, but before it became tainted by sin. And the tshuva law is to bring it back to that level through through Eisekatayra is to bring it back to the place where it is still in the presence of Hashem, because that's where the bittel through Torah comes from. That's where it gets its energy from. That's where it gets its inspiration from. From that level, and that's what you're trying to reach. You're trying to re- reconnect the neshama to that level. Now, each one of these, Tshuva Ilah and Tshuva Tata, is also made up of Tshuva Ilah and Tshuva Tata. In other words, in Tshuva Tata there is a, level, a component of Tshuva Tata and a component of Tshuva Ilah. In Tshuva Ilah there is a component of Tshuva Tata and a component of Tshuva Ilah. So, to, as Chassidus explains, that Tshuva Tata is made up of, we said before, of Surmeira Vasetev. So, the Surmeira is the Tshuva Tata of Tshuva Tata. And the Asetayv is the Tshuva Ilah of Tshuva Tata. Tshuva Tata, Surmeira, means to bring yourself to a state where you commit not to, do, not to violate the will of Hashem again. Surmeira talks about a higher level. Uh, sorry, Asetayv talks about a higher level. Not simply to not rebel against Hashem, but it means that a person puts their whole essence, Liageya, to toil in... Uh, the, the fulfillment of uh, Torah mitzvahs, which means not just simply to do what comes natural to you, but as we, as Chassidus explains about Eved Lekim, that one who can be called someone that serves Hashem, not someone that does only the things that they're accustomed to, but somebody that goes beyond what they're naturally inclined to do. As it says that when you learn a hundred and one times, the normal uh, repetition of learning was a hundred times and if somebody goes that one time extra that's called serving Hashem because that com- that's very difficult that's going out of your comfort zone and doing something more than you're accustomed to 
so that within Tshuvatata there is Sumerah, which is a basic just keeping, not allowing yourself to go to do something that is wrong, but then there's a higher level, which is the Baal Tshuva, some of that reaches a further that he goes out of what he's accustomed to. In other words, he has escaped his natural confines. He's gone beyond his mitzvahs in order to reach a higher level, the level of the Baal Tshuva. But in the end, there's still two elements of Tshuva Tata, because it's not a true escape from your mitzvahs, even though you're willing to go beyond what you are, but it's still within the confines of who you are. Speaking about Tshuva Yilah, there's also two levels. There is what we talked about, the Eisek which seems to be a very sublime level of Bittl the uh, where a person thinks in the way Hashem thinks and so on. But then there's an even higher level than that. And that is Vihiyisem Kedeshim. There's a mitzvah to be complete, or Vihiyisem Liskula, the Mechilta says, that you shall be unto me a chosen nation. So the Mechilta says, how do you become unto me? How do you become Hashem's? That you are sold to me and you study Torah and you're not involved in anything else. In other words, it's not enough to study Torah to be called Hashem's, that Hashem, you are Hashem's. Only if you renounce anything else other than Torah, only then could you be called Hashem's. So even somebody that is learning Torah doesn't necessarily become Hashem's because he has other interests in life as well. So how do you reach that? What does it mean to have no other interest? That's the mitzvah of Kaddish Atzmecha B'mutalach. Even that which you would think is your own personal life, your meal that you eat. So that's something that you're, it's yours. You're allowed to eat, you're supposed to eat. So there, you know, you can let yourself go. What do you mean let yourself go? Not chas to do an aveda, but to enjoy the food or whatever it is. So Kaddish Atzmacha means there is nothing outside of Hashem's, uh, of Hashem's reality for you. Even the stuff that belongs to you is also a way to serve Hashem. Only for the purpose of serving Hashem. That means there's nothing else in your life other than Torah, which means you're bittel to Hashem. That's the darga, the level of Shuvah within Shuvah even higher than Eisaka Torah. Which explains why that level, this deeper level of Shuvah the higher level of Shuvah Bittel that comes through is associated with the Yud as we said before the He is connected to Bina is connected to Eisekatayra and the higher level of Baal Tshuva which now we understand comes from is connected to Yud because Yud is completely is an Akuda which means it has no definition at all it's not defined in any way in mathematics for instance a Yud a point means it has no width, it has no height, it has no dimensions at all. It's just a reference point. Yud, Chachma, represents absolute bittel. There's no definition at all. All the other three levels, Hey, Vav, and Hey, they are defined in a certain way. Sur Meira, Asei Tev, learning, they all are defined some human expression of their connection to Hashem. The Yud represents a connection to Hashem that, that defies any any uh, definition at all. There is nothing to define it. You and Hashem, the Nisham and Hashem, are one. Not in any specific way. In every way. Everything, they're just one. 
and that's why the other uh, the other types of Aveda, the other three levels are a hay and above an A, which have definition. Uh, the hay is wide and, and uh, has length and width, above has length, but the yud has no definition at all. Now, in, the, in forming letters it says that every letter begins with a yud. A yud is the beginning of every letter. The point is the beginning of every letter, and then it spreads out from there, which means that all the other letters of Shemavaya begin with the yud, in a, in, and then it, it and then it turns into whatever it is. You know, so the hay turns in whatever it is, the vav turns into whatever well it is, and so on. All of them come from a yud. In a similar way, the avayda associated with each one of those letters, with the hay or the vav or the hay. They all come from the Aveda, which is represented by the Yud. The Surmeira, let's start from the top. Avedas, uh, in, in, in learning Torah, Eisek it is it also comes from the Yud. It's not separate, a separate Aveda. It stems from the Yud. The, the Vav, which means Asetav, going beyond yourself, comes from the Yud. It all begins from the Yud. What is there for? When a person compromises, even the lowest level, the Kabbalah which means they actually committed a sin. That's what it means. You compromise the hay, which is what the whole thing is about. You need you compromise the hay, you disconnected it from Hashem. You have to bring it back unto to Hashem. Bring it back into connection to Hashem. So don't think that when you compromise the hay, which is just on a very basic level it doesn't compromise the higher levels, the answer is it does it's all one continuum the fact that you were able to compromise the hay the lower hay, which means simple Kabbalah oil means that the, the, the Vav <coughs> didn't didn't do its job in the hay which means that the hay didn't do its job in the vav, the higher hay. Which means the yud didn't do its job in the so Which means everything was compromised. The fact that the lower level was compromised means everything was compromised. Therefore, it's not enough to just have tshuva tata and deal with and repair the lower hay. It all comes from the yud. You have to fix the yud as well. Or you have to bring the yud back into influence on all the three levels in order to do a, ba- a, a, a thorough tshuva. In order to, for tshuva to be complete, you have to bring the yud into the picture as well. Another way of saying that is that when a person does tshuva tata, which means you, you take upon yourself, you make the resolution that you are now ready to submit to Hashem. You're going to submit to Hashem, you're never going to do something wrong again. It does. That is not enough. All that has to be from the at least there has to be a sense of that. Why am I doing this? It's because my neshama is connected to the very essence of Hashem in its origin, that yud, and that's what is what motivates me and inspires me, and that's why I am submitting to Hashem. Even if we're only on a level of submitting to Hashem, we haven't reached. We haven't reached, certainly haven't reached Eisekatayra and the Bittl that they represent. But it all comes from the Yud. 
nothing, we are inspired by the fact that we are attached and connected to Hashem. That's what's driving the whole thing. That's what is also meant by that you have to bring the hay. It's not just that you have to fix the hay and bring it out of Golos to, you know, that it was stuck in an Avera. You have to bring it back out, do tshuva, bring it back to good graces to Hashem. Toshav K means you have to connect it with the Yud and the Hey and the Vav. You have to bring it back into the name Havaya. That's what the Zoyer is saying. Because the connection, the disconnection caused that you lost the influence of the Yud, the Hey and the Vav. You need to bring it back into that continuum so that it's inspired and illuminated by all of those three letters as well. Which is what the Alter Rebbe is saying that in order to understand what we need to do in mitzvahs of tshuva, the basics of tshuva, you have to understand what's going on, what the tush of hay is. You have to understand that there's tshuva tata and there's tshuva ilah, and that even in the most basic tshuva tata, it has to be illuminated by the very highest level of tshuva ilah, of the you that is it's connected to Hashem, even before it came down into this world. So and therefore, when the, when the Rebbe's father says that Levair hated Bar Sabir. Oh, isn't that cute? It ties in with with the Yud and sorry with the Vav and the Hay, and then it ties in with the Hay. It almost sounds like it's just uh, nitpicking on letters and so on, like gematrias and so on. It's it's so much more than that. It explains the fundamentals of tshuva, what happens at the disconnection and how to reattach, and that it's all illuminated from the very highest level from the Yud how it has to come through the, the hay and then through the vav and back into connecting the hay to the whole structure of Yudke Vavke. And that also explains why the Rebbe's father, why the Alter Rebbe doesn't, only alludes to, in Shuvah Eloi, only alludes to the hay, but not to the Yud. Bar Sabir only explains the hay, but it doesn't explain the Yud. Why did he leave out the Yud? Because the Aveda it takes Aveda to connect to the to connect the hay to Surmeira to a Seitoiv. It takes Aveda to connect it to the the Aveda of Aisakatira. So that's why he has to tell you that this is an effort that you have to go through in order to reconnect them all. But the connection that exists between even the basic uh, uh, which comes from Surmeira is, is naturally connected to the Yud as the Neshama is connected to Hashem because that's the essence of the Neshama the essence of the Neshama is that it's one with Hashem so therefore it permeates every part of the Aveda of what happens to the Neshama further down in fact one could say that it's more connected even to simple basic Kabbalah soil which is a Kabbalah soil which is lower than seer. What does seer mean? Seer means a person's uh, neshama, a person's character, defines him in a certain way. And his avayda is expressed in a certain way based on his talents, on his thinking, on his feelings, and so on. That's how his avayda is defined. That's the seer of it. Kabbalah soil is something that there is no definition of Avaida. He hasn't even accomplished anything. It's just simple submission, which means there is no tzir. So the lack of tzir that exists in the Hei Tata, in Sur Meirah, in the basic Kabbalah soil, 
is a natural expression for the yud, for the for the neshama, as it is un, without seer, without any definition, because it's in its essence, and essence has no seer. So that's why it naturally collect, connects to the hey tata. And therefore there is no need for the Alter Rebbe to say, one must strive to reach to the yud. That will come, that's there, that connection is there. And that's why he leaves out the Yud in that narrative of Bar Chavos Abir, Bar Hetev, no need to refer to the Yud.